millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code gold to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future go to noblegoldinvestments.com now noblegoldinvestments.com this performance may not be indicative of future results investing in precious metals including gold involves risks consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. I hope you guys are having a lovely day. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much to Anarchist Owl, who's got a special treat he's put together for us. He says, yo, check your messages before you share it. There was a faulty number on it. Someone's personal number. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. All right. Well, I got to go back to the drawing board, I guess. Hold on. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. I see the message and I see the, uh, I I see the, uh, the, the, uh, the update. Okay. Let me save it. Ah, no. Shoot. Hold on. All right. Well, either way, we'll we'll check it out in a moment. But big news of the day. Uh, Judge Loretta Preska in New York has ordered that uh, a bunch of names associated with Jeffrey Epstein be revealed, unmasked, in roughly two weeks. Now, as you guys know, there is always something that could happen in the meantime. But as it stands today, unless the lawyers for these people can come up with an even better reason for them not to be unmasked, well, the efforts to have them revealed to the world will finally bear some wicked fruit. So... What does that mean? What are these names? Everybody has a different idea, but obviously we're going to go over all of the various possibilities and we'll examine it in detail. And we have a whole bunch of other things to talk about. So sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn because we're going to be right back after this. 
If there is one thing that we can probably agree on, it's that electricity bills are rising at historic rates and there doesn't seem to be any end in sight. You talk to enough people and you're going to soon realize that pretty much everyone is shocked at the size of their power bills. And that's why tens of thousands of people are choosing to use this amazing little device. It's a small but sophisticated gadget that stabilizes the electrical currents in your home, reduces dirty electricity, and helps to protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help dramatically lower energy consumption and ultimately help to reduce your power bills month after month. Simply place your order right now and get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to don'twastepower.com. Once again, that's don'twastepower.com. You can find tons of testimonials from people like you that are already saving money. Click the link in the description below and order now at don'twastepower.com. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, welcome back. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. You know, I actually have something that goes along with this special treat that we have from Anarchist Owl today. So if you guys give me just a moment... I'll be, uh, I'll be, I'll be right back. I'm just gonna have to get up out of my seat. So, uh, hang on just a second. We'll be right back. Okay, and I wasn't joking. It was only just a moment. I just had to go on the other side of this wall. All right, so uh, thank you very much, Anarchist Owl, for putting this thing together. This is actually super, super cool. Uh, it's amazing what can be done with artificial intelligence nowadays. Now, in preparation to watch this little commercial that was created by Anarchist Owl, I want to show you guys this uh, this this action figure I got from the film They Live, one of my favorite movies of all time. If you guys have seen it, then you know it was basically a prophecy of the uh, the time that we're living in right now. This is Nada. This is uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper's character, and he's wearing the uh, famous sunglasses, which allow those who wear them to see the true nature of the world. So, with that in mind, let's go ahead and take a look at what Anarchist Owl has prepared for us. And I need to click that button right there. And uh, here we go. My friends and... Uh, and I have to turn the sound on. My friends and fellow patrons. Oh, why is the... the time oh, and of course, I can't hear it because uh, everything's screwed up on my end. Hold on. It's come for me to reveal... My friends and fellow patriots, the time has come for me to reveal my secret. Are you tired of seeing the world as just plain old black and white? Want to uncover the hidden messages in your daily life? Introducing the revolutionary Illumiview lenses. With IV specs, the world isn't just what meets the eye. Watch as ordinary things reveal extraordinary secrets. Ever wondered if your neighbor's cat is an alien spy? Now you can find out. Crafted with the latest in pseudo-scientific technology, these glasses don't just let you see. They let you see the real truth. Is your boss really a lizard person? <laughs> Are the pigeons in the park government surveillance drones? <laughs> IV specs will reveal all. But wait, there's more. Order now, and we'll throw in a free tinfoil hat, perfect for those pesky mind-reading rays. So, don't wait. Join the ranks of the Enlightened today. 
see the world like never before with Illumi View lenses. Because remember, the truth isn't just out there, it's right in front of your eyes. Order your pair of IV specs today for only $19.99. But that's not all. Call in the next 15 minutes and shipping is free. And remember to use discount code REDPILL78 at checkout for additional savings. Discover the secrets, uncover the mysteries, and see the world like never before. And remember, when you support my sponsors, you support this program. Illumi View Lenses. Seeing is believing. To order, call 2IV43ILL08. That's 248-434-5508. And enter discount code REDPILL78 at checkout or visit www.pill.net slash REDPILL78 for additional information. Get your IV specs today, and then you can see the frogs turning gay. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so amazing. So cool. Thank you so much, Anarchist Owl. You guys, if you want to watch that again, I am sharing that from his Twitter slash X profile right now and reposting it. Uh, yeah, this is great. Oh, look at this. The United Spot has commented on it. How cool is that? Very, very funny. Uh, thanks, dude. <laughs> that was great. That was great. And then let me just throw my uh, Nada figure Back here on my uh, table of toys. All right, you guys. I'm not a lizard person suicide. No, I guarantee it. You're not going to see any uh, flickering of my uh, vestigial secondary eyelids. You're not going to see my irises flip uh, to be vertical or anything like that. Uh, no, I am 100% red-blooded American man. And that's why we do this show, because we want to educate the people on what's happening in the world. Now, since we started with a little bit of fun right there, I thought that we would check in with our uh, neighbors just on the other side of the globe uh, in Iceland because the volcano in the middle of the nation suddenly started spewing lava last night. This is a, a pretty crazy phenomenon happening here. This is in Grindavik, Iceland. You've probably heard that this town had been evacuated because there had been a series of earthquakes. Uh, the ground had literally cracked open, torn asunder. Uh, and uh, for about a month, people have been completely evacuated from this town. Well, last night, the volcano split open and it began spewing lava. This is not like a normal volcano. Iceland is a really interesting place because it has a lot of uh, volcanic activity happening just below the surface. They're famous for uh, their uh, uh, their their thermal springs. Uh, you can see some just really beautiful things. If you're not familiar with the uh, the landscape of Iceland, I would encourage you to go find a video of it. Like they, you'll see some beautiful drone shots of uh, uh, of the Icelandic landscape. It's just gorgeous there. So what's neat about this this volcano is that rather than coming up in a central point like from the center of a mountain or something like that, this is like a four and a half, I think it's mile or is it, it might be kilometer. Anyways, it's somewhere between two and four miles long. It's just a crack in the earth and you've got all of this lava flowing up. Here is the moment that it began. This is from uh, some distance away. And of course, it doesn't work unless I go to X. So let me show you this way. And you can see it's the middle of the night. They've got a night vision, probably a pole cam. But in just a moment, you're going to see the lava boom pop right up. And it's one of the most gorgeous things I've ever seen. Oh, 
You might even say this is a uh, biblical event of sorts. The ground itself being torn asunder and fire and brimstone spewing up from the center of it. So let's get a closer look and check this out. I was really surprised at how much footage there is of this. I mean, I guess, you know, considering the fact that it's in the middle of a rather small country and there's people all around, but you can see it's just this crack in the earth and the lava is just spewing out. Beautiful scene. Now, the good news is no one is going to lose their life because uh, as a result of the... As a result of the attention that's been paid to this, um, you know, the Icelandic government got everybody out of there a long time ago. But you can see that the lava comes up and it just flows out. Um, Undoubtedly, the the landscape is going to be forever altered as a result. Let's go ahead and close that. Uh, Check out this one. This is a really good view of uh, the the length of... There we go. Well, these people are speaking in Icelandic, and I can't understand it uh, at all. Icelandic is one of the most complicated and difficult-to-learn languages on the planet. English is another one, but Icelandic is particularly difficult. Uh, And uh, take a look at all that lava. I don't honestly know that I've ever seen a lava that, or excuse me, saw a volcano that erupted in this exact fashion. I I think I, you know, I've seen sides of mountains got blown off. I've seen the the tops of mountains get blown off. But for the earth itself to just be pouring all this hot lava out of it, never seen it. Never seen it. Here's another view. This is, uh, I believe, helicopter from the uh, Icelandic Coast Guard. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, another close-up shot right here. If you're listening to the audio podcast, obviously you're missing out on this. I I would highly recommend you go to rumble.com forward slash redpill78 or pilled.net forward slash redpill78 and uh, check out the episode in a glorious 1080. Here we go. Yeah, it's like every single video just gets more and more crazy. This, I don't even know how they did. It's like a drone directly over a super hot spot on the lava. And they get as close as you possibly can without actually getting sucked into the lava. I suppose it's possible that they were just really far up in the air and they had a digital zoom on the camera. But, geez, oh, Pete, it's... It's a pretty cool thing. So, anyways, good news. Nobody's dead, and uh, nobody is going to die. Uh, so, anyways, uh, so is it flat or not flat? I really don't know, Trump one. <laughs> I mean, uh, like I always say, I've never been to Antarctica. Uh, I have never circumnavigated the globe. I've never witnessed the firmament myself. Uh, perhaps someday in the future, maybe in uh, Trump administration 2.0, we can take an expedition down to Antarctica, and we'll we'll take a look. All right, so I have a, a, another 
I, I guess, you know, mildly good piece of news. Uh, you may remember that I reported on the uh, Cochise County election supervisors who were finding themselves in legal jeopardy because the current Democrat usurper who's sitting in the attorney general's office had stated that she was going to be filing charges against these guys. What was the crime they're committed of? Oh, just counting ballots by hand. Yep, you heard that right. Well, the good news is that former Attorney General Mark Burnovich advised Cochise County uh, and the supervisors on exactly what was legal before they actually went into that count room and began to take a look at these ballots in a physical manner. It seems like the most obvious and elementary way that we could possibly have to determine the legitimacy of ballots and to count exactly how many there are for which candidate. So Mark Burnovich, he advised them prior to them actually counting, and he's now written a letter suggesting that they did nothing wrong, that he advised them prior to their decision uh, that uh, this was not a criminal act, that it was within their legal purview. They could go on in there. They could verify that the results of the 2022 election were correct and uh, that there was nothing wrong going on. Uh, It's uh, pretty reasonable when you think about it. Especially considering how much uh, uncertainty we have when it comes to the uh, safety and efficacy of our modern electronic election system. So there were machine failures that happened all over Maricopa. I'm sure you guys remember 60% of the machines failed in Republican voting blocks. Uh, on election day, that was three times more likely to happen to Republicans than it was to happen to Democrats. So in the instance of a situation like that, what other option do you have than to actually count the ballots by hand if the machines fail you? I think it's unreasonable. I, I, I can't imagine that anybody here would disagree with me that when the machines fail, that we have no other option but then to physically examine the ballots. Now, Arizona Governor and Attorney General uh, Katie Hobbs, and, and I'm sorry, I forgot the woman's name who is in there right now. Uh, they're the ones who are pushing for charges to be filed against Cho- Cochise County, and largely that's because – Cochise County was one of the Arizona counties that specifically stated they were interested in making sure that we didn't have another 2020 happen all over again. But uh, coming from Mark Burnovich, Cochise County has discretion to perform an expanded hand count audit of all ballots cast in person at 100 percent of the precincts or voting centers located in Cochise County, along with 100 percent of early ballots cast in Cochise County. So long as the expanded hand count audit of statewide and federal races is limited to five contested statewide and federal races appearing on the 2022 general election ballot. This was written October 28th, 2022, and it was sent on over to Arizona State Senator Dave Gowan. So why is it now? Uh, once this has already been legally adjudicated in a fashion. It's been approved by the former attorney general. Why is it now that the current Democrat attorney general, whose name is Chris Mays, uh, who, who repeatedly only won her seat by 280 votes, why is she now saying that this is an unlawful action? I think the answer is quite clear. Uh, this is, again, political persecution, as the Democrats have shown over and over again they are willing to engage in. If you have a view or an ideology or a political position that differs from these radical leftist 
activists, then my friends, you're going to find yourself perhaps in legal jeopardy. You might be called an election denier. You might be called a conspiracy theorist, or you may be called a domestic terrorist. So where is the federal government coming down on this issue? Well, if I had to guess, they're probably going to back the Democrats, uh, as, uh, as they always do, because this is the same team that we're talking about. But we can actually take a look at the law itself. So even if Chris Mays does end up filing charges against Cochise County, uh, we can take a look at ARS 16622. This is the law that governs what it is that the county supervisors have their purview over. This gives Arizona County Supervisors their discretion. That means their choice over canvassing election results. And it requires county supervisors to conduct a hand count audit. (laughs) It requires them to conduct a hand count audit of at least 2% of the precincts in that county. Now, Attorney General Bernovich, who at the time that they actually performed the count, He approved an expanded hand count. And because we have that letter showing his decision-making thoughts and processes at the time contemporaneously to the hand count being performed, we have some restrictions that were laid out on the hand count. Uh, Bernovich was very specific about the way that he worded it. So I I really don't see how Cochise County supervisors are going to be in any true jeopardy at the end of the day. Now, to uh, take it even further, uh, Bernovich in his uh, his letter noted that there is no limit to 16602B or the EPM on the number of ballots that the board can include in the hand count audit of votes cast in person. Now, there is also a reference in the letter to former Maricopa County Supervisor Steve Chukri. Uh, from that leaked audio tape that was a private conversation that took place just before Arizona's Senate uh, 2020 election audit. And in that audio tape, Shukri exposed Maricopa County's in-house audit of the stolen 2020 election. He called it bullshit, pardon my language, but that was Steve's words, while noting that his colleagues lied because they were too scared to do a real audit. In that tape, you may remember, Shukri said, I should have never believed what I was being told about we couldn't do more than 2% of the audit before we certified the election. My biggest mistake was listening to that. I should have listened to Andy Biggs, and I think even Bernovich said you could do 30%. Now, Chris Mays, the current attorney general, appears to be just making the laws up as she goes along. This is the typical banana republic authoritarian dictator status that we typically see in these overly powerful and overly confident Democrat activists who get elected through real means or otherwise. We've also got several Arizona lawmakers who have spoken to the Gateway Pundit, uh, and it's their intention uh, to take a look at the statute and to ensure that election security cannot and should not be used to punish county officials when and if they choose to do it in the future. Because certification of the elections, especially in a place like Arizona where you've got major problems with the electronic voting machines, they can only reasonably be done by hand count. Now, uh, the indictment that's been filed by Chris Mays against uh, the election county supervisors Crosby and Judd uh, is uh, just one of a number of additional lawfare tactics that have been used against conservative county officials all around America. 
These are the people who are working to ensure safe and secure elections, to make sure that your vote is not being discounted, that your vote is not being disenfranchised. And uh, as reported on Sunday by the Gateway Pundit, the Arizona State Bar Association recently sentenced someone to 18 months of probation. He is a legislator there in Arizona. His last name is Kaladin. I don't know what his first name is, Uh, but they sentenced him to probation, not because he actually committed any crimes, but because he actually had the gall to represent conservatives who were filing these election lawsuits in Arizona. Uh, Essentially, he stood up for what he believed. He backed the people who were looking to get some answers on their election, and he's paying the price. He's lucky that he still has his law license. This right here, my friends, is exactly why we don't see more lawyers all across America stepping forward and saying, you know what, Uh, you have a constitutional right to ask for the evidence that says your election was safe and secure. These governments have the the uh, uh, the requirement uh, to maintain and safeguard this information, and uh, they should also have the requirement to present it to us when we say we don't trust the information that you're putting out there. So we'll have to keep an eye on Cochise County, but I feel that uh, the, the law is pretty clear. And just because this woman says that these people broke a law, uh, it's a lot like the, uh, the, the New York case against President Trump. Uh, the idea that there are victims, even if they don't feel like they're victims, uh, or they don't know that they're victims, uh, the idea that President Trump did something illegal when he, uh, arbitrarily decided what the value of his properties were. The real interesting part when it comes to New York, uh, is that the bank, I saw this on, um, uh, Nick Ricada last night. The banks know that everybody is probably going to put the value of their assets at a higher value than the bank will do. So when you go into a bank, you're asking for a loan. They ask for an accounting of all of your values, uh, like on your properties, uh, your, your physical property, your, your bank accounts and such. And they take that number that you give them. And they automatically lop a certain percentage off the top. So the fact that these various banks that President Trump got loans from in New York, whether it be Chase Bank or uh, Deutsche Bank or I don't know, any other ones, uh, their revaluation of his original number is wholly ununique. It happens in every single instance because they know that they don't trust the numbers that you're going to give them. So they have a formula that's already worked in. And the, President Trump, again, just asked for the case to be dismissed because he did nothing wrong. There were no laws broken. There were no victims in the case. And the judge, Judge Arthur Ngoran, he stated that there was still damages because the bank's should have been able to get a higher interest rate. So they gave President Trump like a 2% interest rate, and maybe they could have gotten a 3.5% interest rate, which means that they would have gotten millions more dollars in interest payments. Um, but what he fails to recognize is that everybody and their brother wanted to do business with Donald Trump. If Donald Trump wasn't going to get the rate that he was asking for, then he was going to go someplace else. He was just going to go do business someplace else. So... Anyways, this civil case with President Trump is is uh, is already a foregone conclusion. They're going to say that he owes them all kinds of money. It's going to get appealed, and I, I don't think that uh, the actual people, the actual legal scholars, once they get their hands on this appeal, Arthur and Gorin's decisions are not going to hold. Um, real quick, Andre. 
Thank you very much. He says, Zach, these scumbags are willing to try anything at this point. None of this surprises me. Their time is coming and they will have hell to pay. You are absolutely right, Andre. They know that uh, this is a total act of desperation on their on their part uh, and that if they don't do something outrageous like what they're doing right now, what they're doing in Cochise, what they're doing to President Trump, they're not going to get the opportunity to do it again. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Again, because things are about to change come November. All right. So if you think it's bad enough that the non-governmental organizations that were working with the social media companies uh, and electronic voting machine companies to meddle in our elections in 2020 and 2022 and probably going to try again in 2024, uh, it turns out 
that we also had a number of other foreign regimes that were working to destabilize our elections here at home. And the U.S. Intelligence Committee uh, has, or excuse me, the U.S. Intelligence Agencies have just confirmed that the election interference uh, that uh, uh, election interference was committed in the state of Florida. This is back in the 2022 midterms. Uh, looks like we had interference from uh, from from Castro's in Cuba. We had interference from uh, Iran. We had interference from China, and we even had interference from Russia. But what elections were they actually meddling in? Well. Uh, the U.S. intelligence community has confirmed that the Cuban government undertook a covert operation to influence the outcome of the elections in Florida. Obviously, there's a lot of Cuban refugees in Florida. Cubans are pretty based. They hate communism. And I would think that the communist government of Cuba would want to do everything they could to ensure that communists get elected here in America and that Castro-hating, uh, pro-democracy Cubans don't get elected in Florida either. So this is coming from the office of the Director of National Intelligence, uh, and it is a brief entitled The Intelligence Community Assessment on Foreign Threats to the 2022 Elections. So coming out of the ODNI, it outlines essentially how Cuban officials established connections here in America with media personalities. Would you believe that? The fake news media. They were looking to make inroads with media, fake news newscasters that were critical of anti-Havana politicians. And they also operated a network of social media accounts that were designed to spread negative information about certain U.S. candidates. It just goes to show you, you cannot believe what you see on social media. Now, these accounts have been described as almost certainly covertly tied to Cuba, and they were essentially aimed at undermining the electoral success of a number of candidates that were perceived to be hostile to Cuba's government interests. Now, we don't really know the full extent of these operations or even their impact on elections. We don't know if they successfully swayed anybody's mind, but given the information that's in the report, how pertinent it is and how much of it was redacted, uh, this in, this assessment from the intelligence community highlights that there were both Republicans and Democrats that were targeted uh, as a result of this election interference. Now, there were public statements that were made by the Cuban government, uh, and they seem to suggest that the authorities back in Havana uh, are looking at members of the Cuban-American community in Miami specifically. They believe that they wield a significant influence over U.S. foreign policy towards Cuba as they should, because they understand the scourge of communism. Now, Representative Carlos Jimenez wrote on X following the release of this report, U.S. intel has confirmed that the murderous communist Castro regime tried to interfere in Florida elections. I was targeted, along with my colleagues from South Florida. The regime in Cuba is a major threat to our national security. Now, I don't know that I would go so far as to say they're a major threat to our national security. It's a fairly small island nation, uh, and communism has basically uh, died on the vine in other parts of the world. I would say that the U.S. communist threat is an even greater threat to our national security, and it just seems like the American government does not seem to focus on it enough. Now, 
if we take a look at some excerpts from the report. We assess that Cuba attempted to undermine the electoral prospects of specific U.S. congressional and gubernatorial politicians that they perceived as hostile. Havana probably intended these efforts to advance its foreign policy goals, as they would. I mean, every government does this. They were hoping to get sanctions removed, uh, travel restrictions removed, and also to have their uh, designation as a state sponsor of terrorism removed. Uh, they also uh, have quoted some some uh, um, statements from um, Cuban officials uh, publicly. Uh, now, they also have stated that uh, Havana probably tailored their efforts based on their perception of their U.S. politicians' political stances on Cuba and that the government sought to influence perceptions of politicians. I, is anybody really surprised by this? I mean, I'm not, but this is exactly the same playbook that Mainstream media journalists and uh, fake news activists use here in America. Why is it that we don't have a report from the intelligence community detailing the dangers of the propaganda and psychological operation efforts that are being taken, undertaken by the U.S.-based fake news media? Well, all I can hope is that by the time President Trump returns, when he and his team are in charge of this National Intelligence Council and the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, uh, and perhaps we no longer even have a CIA uh, or an FBI or maybe even a DHS. Perhaps we can begin to look at who the true enemies are. The enemies of America, my friends, reside here on our soil, whether they are American citizens, leftist activists, or implants from other nations, illegal aliens coming across the porous southern border, or Chinese nationals that are coming here with the express interest of uh, destabilizing our national security and siphoning off as much intellectual property as they possibly can. Now, we already learned previously about Iran's efforts to destabilize our our elections back in 2020. Uh, they had uh, made those fake accounts pretending to be Proud Boys, etc. Uh, so <clears throat> I can only imagine that the same sort of thing happened with the Russian government. Uh, same sort of thing happened with China. Uh, looks like uh, China approved efforts to influence a handful of midterm races. Uh, they were uh, in the midst of uh, sending... Uh, Emissaries from the People's Republic of China, which included intelligence officers, diplomats and other influence actors uh, that were looking to do the same thing that that Cuba did. I mean, they wanted to influence American policy in the interest of Chinese policy, uh, which they appear to be extremely successful with when it comes to the Biden crime family. Now, uh, what about uh, the Russian government? Well, they were seeking to denigrate the Democratic Party, <laughs> which is kind of funny, before the midterm elections and undermine confidence in the election. Uh, oh, they were also looking to undermine U.S. support for Ukraine. Well, you know, we didn't need Russia to undermine U.S. support for Ukraine because the U.S. support for Ukraine was not existent from the start. Uh, now, of course, they're very, very confident in their analysis of what the Russians did. Uh, less so, perhaps, in what the Chinese did. But they definitely believe that Cuba was also a major part of it. All right. Now, continuing on with talk of the elections, Kerry Lake and uh, uh, a number of uh, political conservatives were gathered for um, a couple of different uh, festivities over the weekend. AmFest uh, was held. Uh, Turning Point USA is the group that uh, that puts it on. Uh, she just wanted to give people an update on her efforts and the efforts in Arizona uh, to continue to attempt to address 
their broken election system. She told the crowd when she spoke on Sunday, our election cases are moving along. Uh, now, uh, also appearing on stage with Kerry Lake, uh, I don't know that he appeared on stage, but our good friend J.R. Majewski was there. He got his picture taken with a lot of people. He actually spoke on War Room. Uh, now, uh, Steve Bannon was there. Vivek Ramaswamy was there. Matt Gates was there. MTG was there. Uh, and uh, I even saw Tim Poole and Tucker Carlson were there as well. I didn't get an invitation, so that's why you didn't see me. But when Carrie Lake spoke, she spoke extensively about the failed and broken nature of the U.S. election system, and I'm sure specifically speaking about Arizona. Now, if you'll remember, she's running for U.S. Senate, but she hasn't given up on her election challenges uh, to what happened to her in 2022. When she took to the stage, she said, we've shown the whole world how they're rigging our elections and sabotaging Election Day because we've had the will to stay in the fight. We have continued and our cases are still moving forward. Uh, she also spoke about the efforts that were being taken to undermine her attorneys, her legal team. Uh, they're also facing discipline by the state bar in the same way that uh, Kalanick did. Uh, and she said, uh, it's because we've struck a nerve. We've touched the topic we're not supposed to talk about. Now they're starting to target us. There was a defamation lawsuit that uh, Maricopa County recorder Stephen Richer uh, who doesn't believe election fraud exists, brought against her for asserting that 35,000 ballots were injected into the 2022 election by none other than Runback Election Services. Runback Election Services, you may remember, has a strong presence in both Arizona and Georgia, two states where, miraculously, a whole ton of ballots, tens of thousands of ballots just popped up. Without chain of custody. That's actually a class two misdemeanor. But of course, Runback Election Services has uh, uh, contracts which are put in place by those various state governments. So absolutely nothing happened to them. She said, I'll tell you what, I say to these corrupt individuals, bring it on. They want us all locked up. They want us all penniless and destitute. And uh, <laughs> referring to Roseanne Barr, she said, uh, Roseanne just wants to tell jokes. Uh, cute fun all around. Now, on the subject of election fraud, we also have a D.C. Democrat official who has been fined for committing election fraud. This is the kind of thing that I would imagine when you get to a certain level, you just don't do anymore. But maybe, as so often is the case, Democrats believe that they're above the law and that it doesn't matter if they break it. It's been shown time and time again, quite often, that that is actually the case. Hey, Smot Poker, good to see you over there on uh, Getter. And also, thank you to Duda Man on Pill.net. Thank you for the can. Porpoiseful, thank you for the cookie. Khaleesi2020 says Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you as well. Leanne63, thank you for the can. Nikki the Greek, thank you for the cookie. And Porpoiseful says, Hi, Zach. Appreciate all your hard work. Thank you so much, Porpoiseful. I appreciate you. So we're going to talk about this Democrat official who just got busted committing election fraud in just a moment. We'll be right back after this. So recently, I've told you guys about a breakthrough new anti-aging remedy that I've been using that keeps me energized all day long. I just take a teaspoonful of C60 Evo olive oil in the morning, and I notice better mental focus, flexibility, and physical endurance. Now, it's rare to feel improvements this quickly. I also end up sleeping deeper at night, so it's really helpful. Their peptide and ESS60 hair and lotion renewal formulas are exceptional because they really work. 
And C60 Evo's lab has been manufacturing this Nobel Prize winning miracle molecule for 32 years in their Houston, Texas Patriot owned lab. ESS60 is the upgraded version of the carbon 60 molecule. It's specifically made for both people and pets. It's a potent and effective way for people's lives to be improved all around the world. So maximize your health and enjoy noticeable results with C60 Evo organic edible oils, skin serums, and pet products. You can buy with confidence from C60 Evo, and you can use my personal code for a discount at checkout. Simply go to c60evo.com forward slash redpill78. And then when you're there, use code redpill78 for an additional 10% off your entire order. Once again, that's c60evo.com forward slash redpill78. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, so you would think that the crime of election fraud would get you more than a ticket. Well, when you are Advisory Neighborhood Commissioner Vanessa Rubiam, a Democrat, along with five other people, uh, you only get a $500 fine for committing voter fraud. These six people, including Vanessa, uh, voted in both D.C. and Maryland in 2020. Now, obviously, D.C. is a Democrat stronghold, so these six votes wouldn't have swayed the election. Uh, but you can extrapolate this concept across precincts all over America. And it becomes fairly obvious that this can be a major problem. Just this particular type of election fraud has the possibility of swaying an election a little bit this way or a little bit that way. There have been elections where a handful of votes are the only thing that decided it at the end of the day. Now, Vanessa, as her excuse, claimed that she thought she could vote in both D.C. and Maryland because D.C. is not a state. What the heck are you doing in politics? She's an elected official in Washington, D.C. Uh, I don't know what the other five people said. I mean, they just committed election fraud. They probably wanted to do everything they can to make sure that a Democrat won. She is the advisory commissioner for Ward 4. And when she voted in D.C., she thought, well, heck, you know what? Maryland's a full state. D.C.'s not really a state. I'm going to go ahead and vote in Maryland, too. Uh, and the elections board somehow caught on. I don't know why they were paying attention this time. Um, but <clears throat> we have the documents to prove it, and uh, it makes her look pretty bad. So, Vanessa, better luck next time. All right. Now, this is uh, something that I thought was pretty awesome. You know, we've been talking over the last several months, maybe the last year or two, about how the sentiments in the American public are changing. You know, people are not afraid to be called racists anymore simply because you have some pride in who you are, your national heritage. Doesn't mean you're a racist, means that you care about your history. What about if you care about the election security of your city, your state, your country? Well, you used to be an election denier. Screw that. I don't care. You can call me an election denier. You can call me a conspiracy theorist all you want. Conspiracies are real. The only theory is when you haven't proven it. But it doesn't mean that it's something you can use to denigrate me. People are also pushing back against the woke agenda, against ESG, DEI. 
Disney is essentially a walking corpse at this point. Do you guys know that Mickey Mouse, they're going to lose their copyright on Mickey Mouse? Pretty soon we can start making zombie Mickey Mouse t-shirts and selling them on the internet and they can't do anything about it because it's going to be in the public domain. I actually just might do that. We'll see. I'll, I'll talk to Rise of Tiger about that. But BlackRock, BlackRock, because of their massive funding arm uh, and the power that they wield within the business sector, they, they own something like 40 percent of all companies on the face of the earth. And that's that's a round number. I'd have to actually look it up. But Larry Fink is the CEO of BlackRock, and he's been a, a big push behind this DEI agenda. Well, the people of Tennessee have said no more. We've had enough. And the attorney general of Tennessee, Jonathan Skermetti, filed a lawsuit just on Monday against BlackRock. They are the largest asset management firm. They're worth approximately $9 trillion dollars. Nine trillion dollars in assets. That is larger than, uh, than, than the value of most countries. It's absurd to me that they have been allowed to reach such heights. You know, we used to care about monopolies. We used to care about competition here in the United States, but then we became, uh, uh, owned and controlled by corporate interests at a certain point. You know, we like to talk about the United States as a republic, but it's basically just a corporate entity at this point. So what does the lawsuit say? Well, it accuses BlackRock of leveraging that power and influence over the companies that it holds shares in. This way, they can pressure the management of those companies to pursue the goals of uh, of uh, environmental social governance, which includes achieving net zero carbon emissions, which is a total farce, also aligning their policies with the Paris Climate Agreements of 2015. They're also claiming that the investors of BlackRock were misled because it was asserted that they could achieve higher returns through their ESG efforts when the exact opposite has proven to be true time and time again. Now, Attorney General Skirmetti says that the company has been at the forefront of using aggressive strategies to promote environmental, social, and governance controversies in all the assets that it manages. He also gave an interview to the Epic Times. He said, we want BlackRock to inform investors how their money will be managed. BlackRock must inform investors if their money is managed in a way that promotes ideological purposes. And that way, if you're one of those people who even can afford to invest in something, then maybe you can pull your money out and you can instead put it into a patriotic American company, a company that matches your ideals, your ethics, that isn't going to force you to uh, purchase carbon credits or to hire based upon diversity measurements uh, instead of uh, hiring people based upon their merits. I saw a, 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 a tweet over the weekend that I reposted. It was really sad. Uh, it was a, a young man. He was waiting uh, on his acceptance letter from Cornell University. Uh, and on screen, they were flashing all the accomplishments that he had. This kid had a uh, like a 3.9 GPA. He skipped a grade. Uh, he managed an investment portfolio that had attained a value of one hundred and sixty thousand dollars at the age of 16. Uh, and anyways, he, he, he had a job. Uh, he was volunteering. He, he had joined all these clubs. He was accomplished. OK, and Cornell rejected him. And then. They had a video of a young black girl who had uh, basically done a number of things. Uh, her goal was to get into an Ivy League school. She applied to everyone and she got into everyone. 
Every single Ivy League school. I don't know that her GPA was higher than this kid, but it was quite obvious. The insinuation is that this is an open form of racism. Uh, when you choose people based upon certain factors, such as the color of their skin or what's between their legs, you deprive people who truly deserve those accomplishments and those opportunities from maintaining a, a full and happy life. Now, the real irony is this kid is probably going to find he doesn't need to go to Cornell. He appears to be smart as a whip, and he's probably going to go ahead and be just fine. He's going to go to some college. I just hope that he doesn't get a gender studies degree, because that way he's never going to maintain a job. He's never going to be able to do anything except be a talking head on CNN, and that's the last thing you want to be. All right, it's time to talk about Jeffrey Epstein. Cash Patel gave a very interesting interview yesterday with Blaze TV, uh, and he openly discussed President Trump getting into office and offering the D-class that so many of us have been looking for, waiting for, all these years. Uh, he said that uh, the FBI has Jeffrey Epstein's little black book. We know that. It's a lot more than just the little black book. They also have essentially all of the records of Jeffrey Epstein's blackmail. They have all of the DVDs, which detail the comings and goings of all of Jeffrey Epstein's various associates. Were they just coming over to offer services to a a wealthy New York socialite, or were they showing up to get a rub and tug and a massage from a 16-year-old masseuse? Either way, it deserves to be brought out to the public because what the hell is anybody doing going to Jeffrey Epstein's house after he's pled guilty to pandering to 14-year-old girls? Anyone in their right mind should have known Jeffrey Epstein is not the guy that you want to be hanging around unless you're a pedophile. And then it pays to know Jeffrey Epstein. So Cash Patel says that President Trump should release this information on day one. Can you imagine President Trump gets sworn in on the steps there in Washington, D.C. He turns around and in his speech, he said, I order the federal government to release all available information about Jeffrey Epstein, including his list of associates, including all of the DVD evidence to show exactly who was coming and going and molesting kids and who was trafficking children. My God, that would just be the cherry on top, wouldn't it? And it'd be a real quick way to show the American people exactly who we can and cannot trust. So in this interview, Glenn Beck said, who has Jeffrey Epstein's black book? Now, this is also a question that I think is just a little bit too broad because uh, the black book has often been referred to as Jeffrey Epstein's phone book. Okay, Uh, that phone book was just a collection of phone numbers for everybody that Jeffrey Epstein had ever met. There were people. People in there that he just had met casually. There were people in there that he was doing regular business with. Uh, But Cash Patel says the FBI. Glenn Beck says who? And Cash says, well, that's under the direct control of the director of the FBI, just like the manifesto from the shooting at the Catholic school. We still haven't seen that, right? It's not the national police that doesn't want this out. The FBI airmailed into the operation and said, this is not getting out. Now, to me, 
The thing that President Trump should do is run on that. On day one, roll out the black book. Not just that. On day one, roll out all the text messages and communications that we were told were deleted. On day one, play the rest of the video of the pipe bomber. You need a central node to be continuously declassifying. This is another thing they do. They overclassify to protect the deep state. Uh, we still haven't seen half of the Russiagate report that we wrote. Still under lock and key. All of these things need to be a continuing central power, all these requests that come in right out the door, as long as it's not a major threat to national security. I think this is probably the best idea that anybody has had about the start of President Trump's second term in office. What better way could he go about destroying the deep state than exposing them so completely that the American people demand justice? You think you're pissed off now? Wait until they tell you exactly who to be pissed off at. I'm telling you, when President Trump comes back, this is going to be a very different administration than what we saw back in 2016. President Trump has got to go as hard as he possibly when it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Now. Possibly can on these people. That should be that's the mandate. You know, say it with me. President Trump, make them pay. President Trump, make them pay. We need to expose every single one of these evil, sick bastards. We simply cannot allow them to continue to get away with it, which is why I'm excited about this news that's come out from the New York District Court. We've got this list of nearly 200 people who are associated with Jeffrey Epstein in one way or another. Now, where does this list come from? This is all the names of people which came up during the Virginia Jeffrey trial. Now, these documents detailing the names of these people were just mandated to be unsealed in 14 days earlier today. 187 people that are all linked to Jeffrey Epstein. This is coming from the court documents. Now, U.S. District Judge Loretta Preska in the Southern District of New York has now ruled that these documents related to the dozens of unnamed alleged Epstein associates should be exposed. Now, you have anonymous individuals ranging from John Doe number three to John Doe number 187. It isn't exactly what you might think, though. We've got friends. We've got recruiters, people who actually groomed these girls to bring them to Jeffrey Epstein. You've also got victims of Jeffrey Epstein. So I want you to keep that in mind if and when this list comes out. You may not simply be looking at a list of people who are child molesters or or who procured children for Jeffrey Epstein. You may also likely be seeing people who were victims of Jeffrey Epstein, perhaps people who were blackmailed unfairly or just the names of girls and women that Jeffrey Epstein caught in his spider web of deceit. 
So, uh, 14 days. As I said in the introduction, a lot can happen in 14 days. You know, one of the reasons that it's taken this long to get here is because there have been repeated attempts by those associates of Jeffrey Epstein, those lawyers representing them, to keep this stuff quiet. So it was kept under lock and seal throughout the trial. Now, here we are at the end of Virginia Frey's defamation lawsuit against Ghislaine Maxwell. Uh, she's obviously in prison, so there's not much she can do. She doesn't have any money. She's going to be in prison for about 20 years. Um, but now it's finally coming out. Now, barring any unforeseen attempts by the lawyers of these associates, in 14 days, we're going to have these documents unsealed to the public. It's probably going to happen on or around January 2nd. Now, we are expecting some fairly high-profile names, people like Bill Gates to be in there. If you'll remember, a new photograph of Bill Gates with a victim of Jeffrey Epstein was just revealed to the public days ago. I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that that was a little bit of social Priming some little mental uh, uh, lubrication, getting you ready for those names that are about to come out. We've also got other people like Reed Hoffman from LinkedIn. We know about him. We also have uh, Larry, Larry Summers, the former Treasury Secretary for Obama. Uh, you can't forget about billionaire Leon Black and, of course, Noam Chomsky. These names were revealed several months ago. Woody Allen. I don't think I need to tell you anything about him. Uh, he is known to be a close associate of Jeffrey Epstein. Woody Allen is also the same guy who groomed and married his adopted daughter. Soon was it Sunyi Previn? I think her name was. This has been ongoing for a long time, and one of the reasons I'm so confident that we're finally going to see these names is because. It's basically to the point where these lawyers representing all of these associates, if you will, uh, they've essentially worn out their legal opportunities. Uh, all of the various attempts that they have to keep this stuff under lock and key, uh, it's basically over. So we're going to see a list of names that I think uh, is probably going to reinforce a lot of what we believe about uh, elites and, uh, and, and you know, civil society, if you will, the upper crust of, of New York and Palm Beach and uh, New Mexico and, of course, the Bahamas. Uh, but we may see some names that we don't expect to see on there. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it either way. Now, um, the counsel for the Gateway Pundit, after the decision by Judge Preska, uh, gave this statement to uh, the Hoff brothers. Uh, on December 18th, 2023, Judge Loretta Preska of the Federal Court for the Southern District of New York issued an order unsealing a large number of documents relating to 187 John Doe's. The identity of the Doe's. All individuals who are somehow related to the Jeffrey case has been kept under seal by the court for years. For the past three years, various litigants, including the Gateway Pundit and other press, have fought hard to unseal documents related to the Doe's. The documents are widely anticipated to shed some light on individuals spending time with Jeffrey Epstein and perhaps traveling to his infamous island. This, my friends, is really the details that we need to know. Jeffrey Epstein had a townhome in New York City. I think it's reasonable to assume that everyone who at one time visited the townhome or perhaps, you know, I, I, I don't know. If they were always going there to get massages, I think it's likely they were probably molesting girls. But if it was just somebody who had went at one time, Virginia Jeffrey saw them, they didn't do anything untoward. 
then perhaps they're they're just uh, an innocent bystander. But the people who went with Jeffrey Epstein to the island, the island is where I think the worst atrocities against children took place. I think a lot of people believe that. So who was a frequent attendee of the island? Was Bill Clinton a frequent attendee to the island? I mean, Bill Clinton flew on Epstein's Lolita Express on so many different occasions. I think it's likely uh, there also might be some untold stories inside these documents, details of specific indiscretions that happened against the victims of Jeffrey Epstein, perhaps perpetrated by someone like Bill Clinton. Who knows? We're going to have to find out. Now, it may seem likely that the public is finally going to see at least a portion of these records. Now, it may, however, be that Judge Preska uh, finds a reason to hold on to them. She has frozen her order from becoming effective for two weeks. And again, this gives the lawyers representing these people the opportunity to file objections. Uh, and we have seen these objections filed over the course of the last several years. So, I don't know. What possible reasons could they have at this point if Judge Preska has already said, you know what, I heard you, and now it's in the interest of the public. It's a newsworthy item. We're going to go ahead and release it. Uh, so keep your eyes open. Uh, we do have some of the people that have already been specifically named. We can match them up uh, to the uh, the actual John Doe's in the documents. Um, John Doe 24. That right there is Alan Dershowitz. Uh, he had previously called for all of the material related to him to be made public. As far as we know, he's the only person who's been specifically identified. Um, <clears throat> you may have made your mind up about Alan Dershowitz at some time in the past. Uh, I think that uh, for a lot of people, based upon Virginia Jeffrey's claims against Alan Dershowitz, a lot of people just assumed he was a pedophile. She has since withdrawn those claims, and she has actually stated publicly that she may be remembering it incorrectly. Now, that could be the case, or it could be that she has received a payoff, or it could be that she has received a threat of sufficient bodily harm. I find it difficult to take that thought track, though, because she's already suffered uh, so much harm over the years. She's, she's been in hiding for decades at this point. So the only thing I'll say is that Alan Dershowitz has not been uh, convicted of committing any rapes or pedophilia. Uh, and unless these documents are unsealed and it includes contemporaneous accounts from other victims of Jeffrey Epstein, specifically related to John Doe, number 24, and Alan Dershowitz, um, you have to be very careful. You don't want to put yourself in any legal jeopardy. Alan Dershowitz is innocent until proven guilty, just as anybody is. Um but when they have effort, John, buddy, but he's also the only person who I know of that wants all this information to be brought to the public. It's like, remember the other day we were talking about RFK Jr.? RFK Jr. admitted to flying to uh, a dinosaur bone dig with his wife and their kids on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. He said, release it all. I got nothing to hide. Put it all out there. It's kind of the same thing that Alan Dershowitz has done. So just keep that in mind. All right. So we're looking forward to My that date. My friends and Oops. fellow patriots. We're looking forward to that date, January 2nd. All right. Now, uh, we spoke at length yesterday about the debacle happening in the Senate chambers, the same Senate conference room where Supreme Court justices are appointed and gay men go to make pornographic films. Well, the Democratic senator who had to fire 
that uh, that young twink, <laughs> uh, Senator Cardin, uh, he was confronted uh, by someone outside in D.C. And he actually made some comments about it. I don't know how he could get away. He had to make comments on it. A lot of people asking a lot of questions. Uh, they wanted to know, hey, what was your knowledge? I mean, were you aware this kid was doing this stuff? Uh, were you aware that your 26-year-old ex-staffer, Aiden Mays Serpopsky, was filming hardcore gay sex tapes inside the confines of the U.S. Senate? Anyways, I don't need to go into any more detail about that. Y'all know what happened. Uh, now, I, I, I don't think anything else has happened with uh, the lawsuits. Uh, apparently, Aiden said he's going to sue people for taking things out of context. I don't know how out of context you can take it. Once again, when you post that stuff to your Instagram, I mean, you you, you kind of screwed yourself there, buddy. Uh, but uh, the Capitol Police are looking into the incident. He may get some charges. I hope he does. He deserves charges. Uh, he deserves to get whatever's coming at him. Uh, Fredo says, I wonder if J- RFK Jr. is on the list. Was odd when he admitted to flying with Epstein on Jesse Waters, uh, getting out in front of it, perhaps. Um, I think that uh, it wasn't odd simply because this is a topic that's on people's minds. Uh, clearly, Jesse Waters asked him about it because he knew that RFK Jr. had flown on Epstein's plane. Uh, Jesse Waters is the one who initiated the conversation. Uh, I don't know if they had a, uh, uh, I don't know, a breakdown, a, a, a conversation about it before they were actually on the air. But I think that there's a possibility Jesse Waters was trying to do uh, a gotcha of some kind. Um, I think that, uh, again, if RFK Jr. was saying, hey, the matter's closed, I don't want to talk about it anymore, then I would say... You have something to hide. But the fact that he's saying, you know, we need all of the information out there. Everything needs to be transparent. Uh, if there was something that he should be worried about, he would definitely not be saying that. Now, you mentioned getting out in front of the story. I mean, that is a PR maneuver, PR 101. If you get out in front of a story before a negative story is written about you, then you have the leverage. You you are controlling the narrative of that story. Uh, so it honestly wouldn't surprise me if that was going on in that interview. Um, but, you know, I, I reserve the right to be proven wrong when all of this information comes out. I will say that I'm, I'll be very shocked if RFK Jr. is mentioned in these documents in a manner that is... Uh, unbefitting his station, shall we say. All right. So um, we said that Aiden could find himself in criminal jeopardy. Well, uh, what could actually happen to him? Jonathan Turley, he's a constitutional and a legal scholar. I got a lot of respect for Jonathan Turley. He said there's a number of laws that have been broken, uh, including whether an official use whether including whether an unofficial use of the hearing room could be considered trespassing. So he could be trespassing. Uh, he added the footage that was published could also land Aiden and his butt buddy in hot water uh, if it was shot in a public room to make revenue. So did they publish it on their OnlyFans or did they publish it to Pornhub and they got advertising revenue from it? Um, that would mean that it could constitute lewd, indecent, or obscene acts. I also don't know how else you could categorize it but lewd, indecent, and obscene. Uh, there is also reportedly a question mark over whether he misused or damaged government property. 
Did they make a mess in the room? Was it necessary for a steam cleaner to come in and uh, take take care of any spots on the carpet? If that's true, then they may have damaged government property. I mean, I certainly wouldn't want to sit at that table anymore. I mean, you're going to have to bleach the heck out of that thing or maybe throw another coat of shellac on it. Something just to put a little distance between you and the germs. But anyways, uh, Senator Cardin. Uh, was encountered by a reporter outside, and uh, he was pressed for answers regarding his connections to the parties that are involved, so Aiden and his German boyfriend. He also wanted to know uh, a little bit about the recording. Now, Senator Cardin, he was clearly not expecting to answer these questions. He was caught off guard. Uh, he attempted to repeatedly sidestep the questions about their hiring practices. Did Aiden have to do anything to get a job from Senator Cardin? Did Aiden offer any, I don't know, favors or goods or services for uh, for the, uh, the position that he held? Um, but uh, also... When he came down to it, he knew he was going to be forced to answer the question. He said, I was angry. I was disappointed. It's a breach of trust. Yeah, you can say that again. He said, I don't know the details. Hey, you're a liar, Senator Cardin. <laughs> you know, the first thing they did was pull that video up and say, sir, unfortunately, you're going to need to see this. Or maybe he was already watching it. Now, when he was further probed about his previous interaction with Aiden, Senator Cardin acknowledged his awareness of all of his employees, but he refused to comment on the nature of his relationship with Aiden. Why wouldn't you comment? I mean, you would say he, he was an aide. He he made copies for me. He would get my coffee. Sometimes he would schedule appointments for me. Those are pretty easy questions. And the typical sort of interactions you would expect someone to have with the Senate aide. Now, Again, this man's a Democrat. Democrats have zero uh, ethics, zero morality. So is it possible Senator Cardin was engaging in a sexual relationship with this young man? Absolutely. I think it's totally possible. Andre says uh, they need to do to the table what Monsters, Inc. did to the sock. I actually... Don't know that I've ever actually seen Monsters, Inc. I know I've, like, it, it was on, like, when my daughter was young, but I never paid attention to it. So, you guys are going to have to, um... Um, what, is someone, um... <laughs> someone have a problem with my reporting on this story? Uh, how about this? If you're a Democrat who's upset about any news organization talking about your best butt buddy... Aiden having anal sex inside the Senate building, just stop doing that garbage, okay? Stop it. You know, when President Trump was uh, uh, completely falsely accused of taking a, a leak on Russian prostitutes, you sick bastards were gleefully discussing it ad nauseum over and over and over again. So, as far as I'm concerned, you guys are now going to get your comeuppance, your day in court. Okay, we're going to talk about just how sick the left is and the types of things they're interested in doing. You are not going to catch Republican staffers making a pornographic film and then publishing it on the internet. Okay, it's just not going to happen. And if it does, I will make fun of them as well. As far as I'm concerned, anybody who has the uh, the lack of, uh, of of moral fortitude to engage in this sort of behavior, you are fair game. 
We're going to blast you in a totally different way than what your German boy did. So, uh, continuing on, he says, these are personnel issues. And, uh, I, I wouldn't be the right person. I just, I'm not going to get into the personnel issues. <laughs> Uh, regarding inquiries about the nature of his relationship, Cardin responded, I can't disclose that information. I'm not going to discuss my personal relationships, which seems to indicate there is a deeper connection between Senator Cardin and Aiden. Mm. Is anybody surprised? Is anybody really surprised? Uh, when probed about the legitimacy of the video, Cardin said, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that. It's a matter for investigation, believe. I'm not aware of the specifics. It's beyond my knowledge. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, all right. So here's another thing that you're not going to see Republicans engaging in. We have an LGBTQ activist, a prominent transgender, a black transgender woman, Kendall Stevens. Well, guess what? She just got arrested for raping two minors in Philadelphia. Oh, shucks. I bet you're not happy about that one either, but it's not going to stop me from talking about it. City of Philadelphia is also known as the city of brotherly love. And Kendall Stevens took that a little too literally. Kendall has just been taken into custody on charges of sexually assaulting minors. Now, this is really not a laughing matter, uh, but I just find it funny that uh, we might have someone in the audience who is upset about it. Someone once wrote me an email and said that I was killing black trans women <laughs> because of the way that I report on stuff. Nobody is out there killing black trans women, which are men with long hair and fake boobs, Uh because of the reporting that I'm doing. Now, someone might kill this black trans woman for being a pedophile and raping minors, but that ain't on me. That's on Kendall. Buck Wayne says, Behold the pe- the premiere of Joe Biden's all-singing, all-dancing sodomite Senate. A glimpse of voter futures. Yes, unfortunately, it really is. All right, so... Who is Kendall Stevens? Well, he's a 37-year-old man who urged for more inclusive hate crime legislation within the city. And these allegations, uh, it's not like it was a 16 or a 17-year-old or, you know, somebody whose birthday was coming in the next couple of days. No, these were two 13-year-old boys. I'm sorry, these were two boys under the age of 13. These are children Now, Stevens gained wider recognition following an attack in Point Breeze neighborhood where this individual was reportedly targeted for violence because uh, it's a transgender woman. Stevens is the same trans woman who survived a brutal hate crime in the Point Breeze home on August 24th, 2020, just before the 2020 election. Isn't that odd? Uh, Tynesha Waring pleaded guilty to aggravated assault and conspiracy, the news outlet reported. Now, in the wake of the uh, uh, instances of violence that uh, Stevens actually uh, were forced to go through, uh, Stevens became a voice for LGBTQ plus two spirit plus plus rights. Uh, they made calls for legislative change, uh, which led to uh, her standing side by side with officiators, which included District Attorney Larry Krasner. Uh, they were establishing an LGBTQ plus advisory board aimed at providing resources and support for crime victims within the LGBT, LGBTQ plus community. 
What about the two boys you raped? Uh, are they going to receive uh, the resources and support of your advocacy board? Now, the great irony of this situation uh, seems to be apparent to the community. We had the allegations against this individual, uh, which stand in stark contrast to the activism that they were previously involved in. Now, that same attorney general... Uh, has filed multiple charges, including indecent assault against a person less than 13 years of age, unlawful contact with minor sexual offenses, and endangering the welfare of children, parent or guardian. Uh, a spokesperson for the district attorney's office in Philadelphia said that due to the case being led by another agency, they couldn't comment on it, couldn't provide any comment, but we've got bail set at $250,000. Uh, we have other reports suggesting it's actually $500,000, so Maybe it's $250,000 per child. I don't know. Anyways, uh, this individual is going to be appearing in court on December 29th. Let's go ahead and watch this clip. Now the details here. A Philadelphia transgender activist identified as Kendall Stevens is now charged with sexually assaulting two children under the age of 13. Action News reporter Annie McCormick, she's live for us outside police headquarters with the new details we're learning about this, Annie. Yeah, Gray and Shari, disturbing details. Kendall Stevens was arrested today for the rape of a minor. Sources confirmed that she is the same Stevens who is a prominent LGBTQ activist in the city. The state attorney general's office filed charges tonight against 37-year-old Kendall Stevens. The charges include the indecent assault against a person less than 13 years old, rape, unlawful contact with minor sexual offenses, and endangering the welfare of children, parent, or guardian. Stevens came to Action News in August of 2020 after she was attacked in her Point Breeze neighborhood. She says she was targeted by a violent group for being a trans woman. Stevens then became... Maybe they- they were targeting her by a uh, uh, maybe the target by a violent group was actually because they knew her to be a local pedophile. Anybody think of that? Prominent activist for the LGBTQ community. She urged lawmakers to change Pennsylvania. And what about that face? Did do you think that her face looks like that because she's got plastic surgery to make it appear fuller? Or is that from the pummeling that she received? statute to include protections for LGBTQ people. She is seen here in March of 2021 at a press conference launching District Attorney Larry Krasner's LGBTQ Plus Advisory Board. The board was created in part to be a source of information and resources. Look at this. They're they're blurring out the pride parade. They don't want anybody in the LGBTQ plus 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 community to be associated with this particular rapey pedophile of crime within the community if it was any other story those people's faces would be plastered everywhere it's to me that the transgender population will finally get the support that we need from city officials that we you're about to get the support you need in prison boy gotten historically sources tell action news the charges are in relation to the rape of two young boys <clears throat> under the age of 13 stevens remains in custody tonight a spokesperson for the district attorney's office said in a statement the investigation of allegations against her is being led by another agency and as such we have no comment <clears throat> Now, Justin set bail at $250,000. The next court appearance is scheduled for December 29th. Often, the state attorney general's office takes on cases from local district attorneys. So here's the real shame, right? 
there are people who suffer from body and gender dysmorphic disorder, and they benefit from going through sexual reassignment surgery. It's an exceedingly small portion of the population, but those people exist. There is a whole nother population of people who engage in this sort of activity so that they can gain access to people, children, men, uh, because their fetishes dictate that this is the stuff that they're into. has nothing to do with they, them having some sort of a, a mental uh, disorder. Uh, these people are opportunistic. These uh, people can be pedophiles. We see it all the time in uh, the male-to-female trans community. Men, grown-ass men who look like dudes wearing wigs, going into bathrooms just so they can gain access to 12-year-old girls. Well, it happens, unfortunately, to 12-year-old boys, too. No children are safe. you got to hide your wife, hide your kids, because they're raping everybody out here. These people are sick. It gives a bad name to the community. You know, uh, for for years, the LGBTQ community has uh, really worked hard to separate themselves from pedophiles. Just because somebody's gay or just because somebody's trans doesn't mean that they're going to be a pedophile. It's the same with a straight person. You, you got adults of all kinds who love to victimize children. Uh, and who knows, th- this person... I don't remember her name, his name. Uh, they maybe they just had access to little boys, and and that's who they who they wanted to rape in that moment. Maybe they would have done it to little girls if they did. I don't know. Maybe they had access to a school, and, and there are going to be other victims that come forward. But all I have to say is, if uh, to the LGBTQ community, if you want to ensure that you are not associated with these types of people. They need to be excised. They need to be shoved out. And uh, it simply cannot be acceptable for any aspect of this portion of the mentally ill spectrum to be included in that. I am at heart a libertarian. OK, I am about liberty and freedom. I believe people should be able to live their lives given that your life and the things you do in your life Do not infringe on the liberty of other people. Clearly, this person did not do that. Their wants, their needs, their selfish, sick desires dictated behavior that victimized children, and it is simply unacceptable. It's too bad he's not down here in Florida. Otherwise, he might be getting the chair. Uh, Gloria Mara says, Merry Christmas, Zach. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for the hundred dollars. Wow. That's very generous. Uh, Fredo says, uh, really bugs when they keep calling him her makes my skin crawl. I know. I know it. It's like, I see the picture. It's a person with long hair and it just uh, automatically happens, but it's like, I don't even know what to say. You know, I mean, like, it's not a her, it's a transgender woman. It's a designation, but it's a man. It's a man. You're right. Uh, addicted to drums says, stay strong, people. Christ is king. Yes. Never forget. You know, as I've said on so many different occasions, as long as people like that remain in the shadows, as long as it's not known, we can't address it. We, we, we can't know who is the bad person until they've exposed themselves. And whether it's in this life or the next, 
every single one of these sickos is going to get exactly what's coming to them. Make no mistake about it. The only thing you can do is to protect your homes, to protect your children, to protect the people you love. God, I can't wait to see what Media Matters has to say about this one. (laughs) Oh, what do you think, guys? Are are you still trying to... uh, are you still trying to stump for the 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 deaths of black trans women? This person deserves whatever they get. Uh, we also have a story about a child sex offender who didn't learn their lesson. This goes to show you that pedophiles cannot be rehabilitated. They spent 40 years in prison, and now they've been sentenced to an additional 25 to 50 years for the attempted sexual assault on someone they believed to be a child. Luckily, it was a sting operation, and it was an officer. Wow, this is also happening in Philadelphia. What's going on, Philly? The city of brotherly love is really taking this to the extreme. Anybody from Philly in the audience? Anybody in the... Yeah, you like to get stoned. There you go. You go ahead and get stoned all you want, man. That's on. That's for you. That It's not for me. You know, you're not hurting me when you do that. I could care less. Um, so... We have another Philadelphia resident being charged with a heinous history of sexual offenses against minors. They've now gotten this additional prison sentence after attempting to sexually assault an individual they believe to be a child. This also coming from the Pennsylvania's Attorney General's office. Attorney General Michelle Henry announced 67-year-old Michael Flynn, different Michael Flynn. Somebody out there is going to try to say this is General Flynn, but it's not. But this this Michael Flynn is a convicted sex offender who has already spent four decades incarcerated for previous crimes, now been sentenced to an additional 25 to 50 years for his latest transgression. Uh, Mr. Flynn was apprehended and tried after previously communicating with what he thought to be a 14 year old child for sexual purposes. Let me just say. I think that any reasonable, sane individual would never engage in this type of behavior. If you're an adult man who's going online and seeking to have a conversation to to groom and lure a child, you're probably actually getting caught up in a sting operation. Like, the chances that you're actually speaking to a child, I mean, I know it happens, but, like, the cops, they know what you're doing. Like, you obviously are a sick individual. And, you know, honestly, I think we need more police and uh, more sting operations doing this. Police uh, all over the country, whether it's like state or local, you need to have a dedicated task force in every single precinct that's going out there and looking to lure these guys into these conversations so they can immediately be put into jail. And I think that we should have prisons which are entirely made up of pedophiles. Or maybe you just have a a dedicated pedophile wing uh, where they just get let into general population (laughs) at a certain time, like uh, Sundays at 8 p.m., they get let out into general population. We just see who can make it back to their side of the prison. Uh, so, uh, he was apprehended, uh, he was communicating with what he thought was a 14-year-old, uh, and the child, of, luckily, was a, an undercover officer, uh, who was working with the child predator section of the Attorney General's office. Um, I, I, the, the reason I'm suggesting that every single precinct needs this is because I know that it only happens in designated areas. We have very, sm- very light resources which are committed to this, but, as far as I'm concerned, this is like one of the most heinous crimes that can be committed. Uh, this is something that a vast majority of our resources should be 
honed in on. Uh, because if we can stop children from being abused, if we can stop them from becoming mentally affected by these things, then they have a much greater propensity to grow up and, and be contributing members of society. Otherwise, they might grow up and they might end up becoming abusers themselves. A jury found Mr. Flynn guilty of several severe charges in July that included unlawful contact with a minor, criminal solicitation to commit statutory sexual assault, criminal solicitation to commit involuntary deviant sexual intercourse, and criminal use of a communication facility. I'd like to remind you that what this man did actually pales in comparison to what Jeffrey Epstein did. Jeffrey Epstein spent like, what, 11 and a half months in a club fed. He got to leave during the day. Now, uh, so anyways, I, I just thought this was a, a great cap off to that discussion about the uh, sick people. Uh, so... Richard Dollar says, uh, Zach, there was once a show where they would catch some of these same guys back to go it wait to that would catch these same guys back to back it goes on every day oh i mean i've seen episodes of to catch a predator where they got one guy one day and then he was stupid enough to come back the next day like that's like you know somebody's really profoundly mentally disturbed anyways hang on we are close to the end here so i, I had a whole bunch of stuff that i feel that we need to get into oh okay okay this is really important um because uh, I think that it represents a, a new era in American justice. So we've been discussing for the, the length of the Biden administration, his his residency at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Seems like the federal government is uh, is is just not enforcing the laws of this country. They are selectively enforcing certain laws, but overall they are abdicating their responsibility to the nation, the Constitution, and her people. As a result of that, it's going to become necessary for state governments to begin to intervene. Now, one of the common complaints that I would hear when we're doing stories on the southern borders, what the hell is wrong with the state governments? Why are they not doing anything? Well, because these laws were at the federal level. They weren't at the state level. But what do you do when the federal government refuses to enforce the laws that are governed to keep the citizens of the states safe? Well, if you're Texas and you're Governor Greg Abbott, you say, I'm picking up the slack. They have begun to do that at the southern border. Uh, and now Governor Abbott has signed a bill which allows Texas police the power to arrest illegal aliens. And it makes crossing the border a state crime. So now the government of Texas no longer has to rely upon the federal government of the United States, DHS or border security, uh, to actually enforce these laws. Texas law, Texas lawmen can now enforce this law themselves. This could potentially lead to a major increase in, uh, in, in Texas, uh, uh, legal hirings. Perhaps uh, the state government of Texas is going to introduce their own border security team. That would be great. But for me, I see this as a, as a as a solution to those larger symptoms. When the federal government doesn't do its job, someone has to do it. And in the instance of Texas, it's the state government. So every border state along uh, our southern border and frankly, every state in our 50 United States 
should begin to address the issues that the federal government refuses to address. And by doing so, they make it more likely that when President Trump comes into office in January of 2025 and he begins to slash the federal budget and federal programs, which uh, are not even being adequately uh, um, uh, put into action, uh, it's going to make it easier on the state governments to continue to keep law and order. Now, I am not about expansion of government in any respect, but I am about the uh, reduction of redundancies. And in many instances, all we need is just a simple update to the laws in these states as they did in the state of Texas. And that would allow for these problems to begin to be addressed immediately. Now, we don't have to complain about Governor Abbott or the state government not doing anything about these illegals. Now, the state government is going to start doing the job themselves. Federal government be damned. You can go back to Washington, D.C., and when Donald Trump comes back into office, we're going to fire your whole department. We're going to slash your agency from the federal budget. We're going to no longer rely on these broken, bankrupt, and ethically and morally bereft federal agencies who do nothing but collect their checks. They are not doing their jobs, so there's no reason we, the people of the United States of America, should be funding their desk jobs uh, or funding them to cut razor wire at the southern border. Some of the most ridiculous garbage I've ever seen. So Governor Abbott has signed this bill. He says Biden's deliberate inaction has left Texas to fend for itself. I think that in every single state across these 50, you can probably find an instance of this happening there as well. Uh, so at the Texas-Mexico border, he signed a bill uh, called uh, Operation Lone Star, taking that to the next level. Operation Lone Star was begun, I think, about a year ago, uh, where Governor Abbott started um, these initiatives to make the people of Texas safe, specifically from this illegal alien invasion. This is uh, also not migrants. These are people who are illegal aliens. So this legislation makes it a criminal offense to enter Texas illegally, and it sets up a potential clash with Joe Biden's administration. Uh, can you imagine Joe Biden's federal government coming down and trying to force Texas to not enforce their own laws. This is going to be a wild ride, guys. Uh, I, I hope, I hope that all across America, governors and uh, and conservative activists begin to do the exact same thing. In recent years, we have seen instances of local authorities arresting migrants on state misdemeanors and things like criminal trespass. Um However, this law is going to make it uh, one step further. Uh, It's going to allow any Texas lawman uh, to arrest an illegal alien who has entered or attempted to enter Texas from a foreign country uh, at any location other than a lawful point of entry. Uh, we previously had Governor Abbott authorize the installation of 1,000 feet of uh, floating barriers near Eagle Pass uh, and also for the reinstallation of razor wire near the Rio Grande to stop these mi- migrants, these illegals, from coming across the border in uh to Texas from Mexico. Uh, so this is really good news, and it's the right step, especially when you consider how many illegals there are right now. Look at this. This is uh, a clip showing thousands, masses of illegals just waiting to be processed at Eagle Pass. And if this doesn't tell you that something needs to give, then I don't know what will. Take a look at this, guys. Look at how many freaking illegals are just waiting 
because they know Joe Biden said, come on in. We're not going to stop you. Well, if Joe Biden and the the administration are not going to stop you, that's why we need people like Governor Greg Abbott to start taking action. You may not like Greg Abbott. You may not like some of the things he's done or, you know, maybe he's let you down in one way or another. But I think this is one of those things where we need to celebrate this as a win because it sets a precedent. When you have a federal government that refuses to enforce the laws of your own country, the state governments have got to pick up the slack. And for some reason, for years, they've been unwilling to do that. Well, things are changing. And I hope it sets up a clash between Texas and the federal government. I hope that we have clashes between the federal government and state governments all across this nation. Because it's time that we stood up for ourselves. It's time that we stood up for our safety. It's time that we enforced the laws of the land. Our Justice Department is broken. There is no such thing as equal justice. Joe Biden has continuously shown us this over and over and over again. And it's backfiring on him. Maybe this was the plan all along. We've talked about this before. Joe Biden's the biggest red pill you could ever swallow. Who's he doing that for? Is he really just that dumb? Is he that sick? Do the Democrats not understand what they're doing? Maybe this is some sort of national seppuku, which is ritualistic Japanese suicide. Samurais do it. It's not just us that dislike Joe Biden and his policies. Democrats overwhelmingly do not want him to run in 2024. I say, keep going, Joe. Make sure you are the nominee for president in 2024 so Donald Trump can just tear you a new asshole on that debate stage. I cannot wait to see that. But 54% of Democrats don't want Joe Biden to run. Only 43% of the primary voters that are expected to vote want Joe Biden to be their nominee. There also was a slight uptick in negative sentiment against Joe Biden, as you might expect. 53% prefer an alternative, while 45% want to keep Biden. Back in March, 52% preferred an alternative, and 44% wanted to keep Biden. What do you think it's going to look like by the time we get to November? I sincerely hope that Joe Biden is the nominee. <laughs> Birds migrate. People are illegal. Yes, you're, you're right, <laughs> T.Z. Burton. Okay. Uh, so, Hunter Biden looks like he's going to be facing an arraignment on January 11th in California. This is on his nine federal tax evasion charges. The Justice Department filed these charges back on December 8th, and Hunter got hit with that nine-count indictment in the Central District of California for his failure to pay taxes, the evasion of taxes, and false and fraudulent tax returns. Now, you may remember Special Counsel David Weiss. This indictment is the product of David Weiss's brand new powers that were given to him by the Justice Department because they got called out for uh, leaving our justice system completely wide open. I don't truly believe that Hunter Biden is going to face adequate means of justice as long as his father lives at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. But I will take what we can get in the meantime, because even if the DOJ squashes these charges, if they let Hunter Biden walk, it will be another big red pill for the American people to swallow. Uh, The people who don't yet want to admit that our Justice Department is broken, that if you're a Biden, you can do whatever you want. They're going to believe it by the time we get to November. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with that. 
Uh, now, also looks like uh, Joe Biden snuck Hunter into the White House on Marine One. Uh, he was uh, w- spotted exiting Marine One. Wait a second. Joe Biden. Why does it say his son, Bo? Bo is dead. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. This has got to be a typo. Joe Biden snuck his son, Hunter, into the White House. Hunter was spotted exiting Marine One with his son, Bo. Hunter has a son, Bo. Okay. All right. Um and uh, let's go ahead. Do we got a we got a little clip here? Yeah, here. Th- th- this is this is all we really need. Just Hunter and his son Bo coming in. Look at Hunter's wearing a disguise. He's got a, a a baseball cap and a north 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 face backpack, and he's wearing that uh, that trench coat. He doesn't want people to to recognize him. All right. So again, on the same uh, the same way that uh, voters are are uh, dissatisfied with Joseph Robinette Biden, his uh. His, his his team in the White House. There, there's a level of tension there as well. Uh, now, there's an old saying, you're only as young as you feel. Well, if you take a look at Joe Biden, he feels about 125 years old. Joe Biden thinks he possesses the energy of a spring chicken. At least that's what he says on uh, interviews with CNN. But uh, it seems like his team that's surrounding him, they don't buy it. Staff has been rolling their eyes about his youthful declarations and uh, also maybe crossing their fingers every single time he walks up those stairs onto Air Force One. Please don't trip again. Please don't trip again. Axios says the president frequently tells his friends and aides some rendition of I feel so much younger than my age. Oh, man, that just it, keep lying to yourself, Joe. I just want you to make it to, to November 2024. Uh, now, apparently the first lady, however, recognizes that Joe is feeble. He's falling apart. He's literally disintegrating before our eyes. The mask is slipping, if you will. She's concerned. She believes Joe might be overexerting himself. So she has begun to micromanage his schedule. Jill is keeping close tabs on what Joe's schedule is. She wants to make sure that, you know, if he's waking up at nine, he's in bed by three. Basically, she's pushing for some extra rest. And anytime his staff can carve out a little downtime, give him an opportunity to nap, she is taking it. He is his own worst enemy when it comes to his schedule. Uh, when you get to be as old as Joe Biden, as feeble-minded, as paper-brained as he is, you just cannot keep moving at the same rate that you were before. Earlier this year, he said, with regard to age, I can't even say, I guess, how old I am. I can't even say the number. It doesn't register with me. I think it's more like you don't know the number because your brain cells are melting. Uh, and he also has those classic telltale signs of dementia. He reacts impatiently when he is questioned on the subject of, I don't know, anything that he's talking about. Fundamental campaign issues oftentimes just get waved away because he can't be bothered to answer them. Polls and voter suggestions suggest that uh, Joe Biden is not very popular. At 81 years old, 77% of Americans believe he's too old to serve a second term. And this perception crosses party lines. 69% of Democrats and 89% of Republicans say the president is too old. But again, I want him to be the nominee because he's so terrible. Axios is downplaying concerns about Biden's age. Normally, if they had a poll that was overwhelmingly in one direction or another, 
they would definitely be reporting on it. But they're comparing his age to Donald Trump, even though Donald Trump's mental acuity is a very, very different beast altogether. The AP has done a poll which shows there is a clear difference between the way that Biden and Trump are viewed when it comes to age. In a word association poll where uh, voters have been asked uh, about uh, words that come to mind when they hear a name. So Joe Biden's name is said to the respondents uh, and age was the top word that comes to mind. Twenty six percent explicitly mentioned terms like old, while another 15 percent volunteered words like slow or confused <laughs> and pointing to perceptions of decline. Now, with President Trump. Only 1% used age-related vocabulary, with only 3% marking him as confused. You certainly can't say that President Trump is confused about anything. He knows exactly what's going on. All right, and I think that we're going to go ahead and end it there. I keep meaning to talk about this uh, IBM stuff, but we never get to it. Uh, looks like Celine Dion's probably going to die soon. Uh, another uh, victim of the vax, pretty likely. Uh, we have another drill sergeant found dead at Fort Jackson. God rest his soul. Probably another victim of the vax. He was only a 30-year-old staff sergeant found dead in his vehicle, didn't show up for duties. Uh, you know, it sounds unfortunately like uh, so many of the other stories we've heard of people dying suddenly. Uh, but of course, they're never going to tell us if that's actually what happened. All right, we're going to go through these final thank yous over here on the foxhole at pilled.net. I want to say thank you very much, everybody, for hanging out with us today. Uh, let's see. So, uh, Thick Ray, good to see you. She says, cheers, you're the best. Uh, hats off to you, Thick Ray. Hashtag the truth is loose. Uh, T Webbs 1111 says, President Trump, make them pay, and we want the diamonds back. That's right. Make them pay. Make them pay. Make them pay. I want to hear. I want to hear the crowd chanting that at a Trump rally. Make them pay. I would freak out if I heard that. Boise Blanc, eighty nine. Thank you for the cookie, my friend. J two Dank, always good to see you. Drop some cookies as well. Thick Ray says, "Oh yeah, it happens on a daily basis here in Philadelphia." Hashtag the truth is loose. Is there like a lot of pedophiles that live in Philadelphia? I mean, I've heard about Pennsylvania as a state, at least. Uh, <clears throat> There's at least one or two places in Pennsylvania I've heard that. Honey, where is the, uh, where does that para, where does that pedophile live in Pennsylvania? You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, not naming anyone specifically, but there was at least one place where I know that, uh, pedophiles live in, um, in Philadelphia. Was it Scranton? Where are you, honey? Are you, you're here. I know you're here. Hey, what's up, Victor? Vector, good to see you. Um, Anyways, uh, let's see. Thick Ray dropping a cookie. Uh, let's see. Porpoiseful, thank you for the cookie. J2 Dank, thank you for the cookie. And Boise Blanc, thank you for the cookie. Uh, yes. No, Kathy, it, it's not his age as much as it's his fried brain. Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's his fried brain. I mean, you know, he is old, but he's old because his brain doesn't work properly. All right. Uh, that is going to be it. Okay, we're going to go ahead and close it out here, guys. Uh, is today Tuesday? 
Yeah, today's Tuesday. Okay, so I'm getting back to building our closet. And uh, thank you very much, you guys. Appreciate y'all being here. Thank you for the donations over there on Pill.net. Thank you for the donations on Rumble. Let me just make sure I'm not missing anything over here on uh, Cash App or on the Ko-Fi's. Looks like I might have one that I haven't seen over on Cash App on Lisa's Cash App. Uh, I said thank you to Nancy. I said thank you to Mikey. Uh, Light Ray, your letter is in the mail. Everybody who sent me a self-addressed stamped envelope and even one, Kitsko, who didn't send one, uh, I sent your – well, maybe it wasn't you, Kitsko. There was one person who asked for a sticker but didn't send an envelope. Don't worry. We had some stamps. I went ahead and uh, put it out there. Um all right. Yeah. Uh, so thank you to uh, Light Ray. She said, uh, hope I got a sticker sent to me. Yes, you definitely got a sticker sent to you. Uh, okay, guys, we'll see you next time. Good luck. God bless. I'm passing out the gold pills and uh, I'll be back tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern for another episode of Red Pill News Live. Good luck and God bless. Peace. Please hit the like button. I, I can't tell you how much it would help the show. We have 549 likes and 3,800 people watching. If you could just hit the like button, it would really, really help out. And if you're, like, watching on Apple TV or on Roku or something, just go to your phone. Go to rumble.com forward slash redpill78. The video will be right there. You just hit the like button. It's like a no-brainer. It's the easiest, freest and I guess the best way for you to support the show. Uh, Lisa was looking at my numbers on Rumble yesterday, and I'm like in the, the top 50. I, I want to say I was like the 37th uh, channel on Rumble, which is kind of crazy. But I'm not number 50 for likes. If you guys could hit that like button, you would really, really, really help out the channel. And uh, don't forget about my sponsors for the other portion of the program. Shop at onenessdrops.com. Onenessdrops.com. Use code RP78 to save 10% off your chlorine dioxide water purification kits. Also head on over to MyPillow.com and use code RP78 to save up to 80% off of Mike Lindell's amazing products. And then, of course, prepare with RedPill78.com. Right now you can save $200 off a three-month supply of emergency food. Or actually, rather, right now it is save uh, 100 and 
$50 off of a four-week supply of emergency food, or $60, rather, $60 off a four-week supply. All right, you guys, thank you very much to everybody who is supporting the show, either by liking it or uh, supporting the sponsors. Uh, if you have any questions, you can hit up my website, redpill78news.com. I have a contact form. You can also email me at redpill78 at protonmail.com or protein.me. Uh, you can also follow me uh, on X, on Truth, on Getter, on Gab, at redpill78. And you can also check out my Telegram, official Red Pill 78 channel. I share all of the shows uh, every single day on my social media, so you'll never miss an episode if you're following me on at least one of them. All right, I appreciate you all. We'll see you next time. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare flashlight. The Fighter Flare flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.